0: I apologize to Ms. Colleen and to Mr. Matthew now, because I might need to disrupt a little bit this wonderful order you have made um, of our choir. Um, we're going to take a walk again. I'm, we're not going to take a walk every Sunday at 9.15 that I'm preaching, but we are taking a walk today. <laughs> so one more. So has anyone here ever done Breath of Fire? I'm taking it to your yoga class or your meditation class. Has anyone here ever done it? You got Breath of Fire? I see a hand. I see some quiet hands so breath like the fire breath or breath of fire is this I'll, I'll do a mild version because there's a microphone but it's basically eh, eh, right so today we have a reading from the hebrew scripture that says god says i am not really that helpful frankly moses is saying who do i tell my people told me we're going to go be free that i'm going to lead them and god says i am i am in hebrew is eh, yeah breath of fire, right? What breath of fire does, eh, what it does is it pushes all the breath out of your body, right? So that your lungs are free to take in all new breath, all new air. Now, I don't know if any of those things are connected, but I'm just telling you that in Hebrew, it's, eh, right? The breath of fire. I know you've done breath of fire, right? Right? Eh, Yeah, right. I am. God says, I am. The reason God says, I am, I think one of the reasons is most of us When we think about God, think when something has gone wrong, when something is horrible, that God wanted that. That's when we think about it. Most of us rarely say when things have gone great, God wanted that, right? God, right? But when things have gone wrong, we do, right? So when there's war, why did God allow that, right? And it's very much what the reading is in the gospel today. Jesus says, are you saying when our fellow, when our friends where people that are close to us were murdered by the government at the time, by the Romans, and their blood was mingled with our sacrifice, that they did something wrong. They deserved it. They're different than us. Are you saying when people die, when the building fell on them, that they did something, that God was in that? And part of what I think Jesus is saying is we think like that. Why has God caused there to be harm? But God says from the beginning, I am, yeah, like the breath in your body, make room for more, I am, and I will lead you to freedom, I desire freedom for you, so this is how way I have to take a walk, I don't know how you're going to do it, and you have to land back where you are, I think, because you're supposed to stay there, but will you come out to walk with me, you guys, yeah, I apologize, Miss Colleen, but she'll figure it out, you got to come this way, yeah, come this way, Yeah, and you'll come. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Whoever's idea it was to have a solemn procession with, um, with the kiddos wins all the prizes. That was awesome. So yeah, come on. We, let's go. Yeah, let's walk. Here's what we're going to do. So Moses, let's all get gathered up and then we're going to walk. You all have to come too. So Moses is standing up on a mountain with his herds, with his flocks, like a whole bunch of people, but he's got whatever his critters were. And a bush is on fire. A bush is on fire, it says it spit out flames. And God says to Moses, you will free your people. And Moses says, who are you? What's your name? Bush on fire talking to me. (laughs) Moses responds. And God says, eh, yeah. Can y'all do that? (laughs) Eh, yeah. Yeah, just like that, Eh, yeah. I am is my name. And God could say, I am the God of your mother and your father and your sister and your brother. Good answer, right? Yeah, yeah, they can see you, yeah. (laughs) God says, I am the God of Abraham, of Isaac, of Jacob, of your free ancestors. Remember, I was their God too. God reminds them that their ancestors were free and powerful and able. Now, why it's important is that Moses has to go and free all his people. And does anyone remember how they become free? That's right. No, but that's right. This is what they do. Okay, y'all have to do this with me, okay? So you're gonna do what I do. They leave Egypt. They get out of there. They start to walk out of Egypt. Come on. And then they hit the Red Sea. I know. Some people thought we have to turn around now because we've hit the Red Sea. And you know what happens? The people start to go forward, and there's a story that as Moses is praying and trying to figure out what we do, that one guy called Noctun, you can be Noctun, starts to just walk into the water. Y'all can just follow us, okay? just starts to walk, and he gets up to here. You're doing what I'm doing, and he just keeps walking. Everyone's wondering what he's doing, and he gets up to here, and he just keeps walking. It's a whole sea out there, and he gets up to here, and you can see if when he gets up to here, it's getting a little bit difficult for some of y'all, right, because you're here, (laughs) and he keeps walking, and he gets up to here, and the man just keeps walking into the sea. Maybe he's lost his focus. Maybe he's giving up a little bit. And it says that he gets up to here, the water's up to here, and the sea parts. That's the story. The sea parts. And the people walk through just like we are. We don't know where Moses is in that story. Somewhere they've crossed the sea. But the people cross the sea, and they remember this story forever. This is the story that you read about in Exodus. The people cross the sea. The way they get free is they cross the Red Sea. And then guess what happens? Y'all come up and then we're going to turn around. You'll be shocked and we're going to walk back. Guess what happens? Okay, ready? Now slowly let's walk back. As they're walking, it says, and they don't know, do you go fast? Do you go slow? How long will it be okay? We're going that way. Yep. It was not easy to cross the sea with a lot of people, right? You go that way. They're walking. And they look to the left, it says, that way, and they see on the left all of their ancestors, all the generations before that had made them who they are, all the people they might have lost the stories of because they were in Egypt, to the left, everyone that loved them, that supported them, that would be with them forever in their hearts, and their bodies, their people. And then as they started to look to the right, They saw the future. All the generations to come that would exist because they had walked through that Red Sea, that unknown sea, not knowing what the future would be. So as you go back, please find your seats. Thank you. This way. So where do you see God? In the loss and in the fear of this time? Where do you choose to find God? I am. God says today. I am. There's a story of a little fig tree standing there not doing such a good job for about three years, a tree that cannot figure out how to bear fruit. And when you and I hear that story, we hear that God planted a fig tree and the tree didn't work out. All of us hear it that way, don't we? But what if God is the gardener? What if God is the one that stands next to that tree and says, oh, give me one more year. Let me just try for one more year. I bet in a year we might be in a better place. And you know that gardener asked that the year before and probably the year before, and you know the gardener could ask it forever. Just give me another year. Let me give them what they need and see if they could take it in. Maybe they could breathe it out and maybe they could absorb something new and maybe they could be who, who we have made them to be, who, what they were made to be. So I invite you to consider where you see God. And I invite you to be critical of that, think about it. And I invite you to imagine that God is like the very breath in your lungs, that God is near to you and can be accessed as easily as you access the breath in your lungs. And God is like that gardener, not a punisher, right? Not a big, not solely a big powerful thing, but close to you walking with you, nurturing you, feeding you, that you may be who you are called to be in this life every year that you're doing the best you can, right? Every year that you mess up, every year that you're really proud of, close to you like the breath in your lungs. Amen.